0: Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, episode number three. I'm your host, Fatty, and I got my co-host with me here, Zade.
1: Zade, how you doing, pal? Good, man. I just want to welcome everybody to the studio. I know some people people call it the office. Uh, I wouldn't quite call it the office, call it the (laughs) the stew, uh, also known as the Raptors room. So, you know, we got our, uh, our Kawhi bobblehead from the championship season with his little championship MVP right here. Uh, We got the, the Raptors championship ring. Look at that bad boy. Replica and all look at that looks, looks not real at all, but it's a sentiment. And then we got a a whole bunch of Raptors pictures, uh, jerseys, some of some, some very notable players uh, and some of our favorite jerseys. Um, But yeah, welcome to the studio. This is our going to be our second episode on YouTube. Um, so if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, um, leave some comments below of, of, of things you want us to talk about. We, we love all of that. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's been it's been a good week in the NBA. Not a lot of storylines, kind of. It, it, it's been kind of s- slow on storylines this, this year, I find. Well, everything's just been a slap.
0: So it's yeah. kind of been yeah. not competitive, annoying a little bit. I don't know. We're going to talk about a lot of things, man, because there's been... It's weird because all the teams you didn't expect to do well have started out at the top of the standings. Yeah. And then those guys who you expected to be at the top did not. They're like all at the bottom. Literally all of them. Yeah. And we're going to go through a lot of that extensively in the episode. But, man, let's just start off with vintage Steph Curry. Vintage Vintage Steph Curry. So people, I'm not going to say I was one of them. You are. You were. But Include I was yourself in the people I was kind of one of them, yeah, I doubted you know, I was like, you know he needs other players, and he needs you know some system he he needs a system to to play mm-hmm. and man, last night this dude put on a show, yeah, can I tell you it looked like Davidson basketball all over again where this dude was just running around the court, taking all the shots, I'm just gonna take all the shots I, I, I He think took thirty one shots you, you
1: sent you sent the last six points he had scored, and there were like oh, some three some you know not like chuck up threes but they were ridiculous shots that he was taking and he was just that fire um but that's a performance that the warriors needed from him and i think he needed it for, and steph needed it from from him for himself because you know people like, everybody up people like you i, I wouldn't say I, I was i was i was as 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 bad as you were i was doubting a bit too but people were really giving him a lot of of, of flack for just not performing well this season and not being able to carry a team yeah. this season um draymond did come back last night so I think
0: he came back two games ago. Did he come
1: back two games ago? Okay. But, uh, but I mean, that's that's nice for him to have some com- some sort of continuity with him, uh, make him feel like I, a, a bit more comfortable. I'm loving
0: the Draymond Green-James Weissman thing. Why, James?
1: Dude, Weissman is a good
0: player. He is a very, very he's good player. He's got good footwork. He's yeah. got good hands. He mm-hmm. can dunk everything. He's a big dude. He's mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. He can dribble. He's mobile for his size. I like him, man. Yeah, he's really, I really, really like good. him, man. I think Draymond Green and him complement each other very well. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I hope, you know... I'm not. I don't think the Warriors are a great team because I think Wiggins and Ube are so up and down. Yeah, that it's just you know, and I don't think Steph's going to give you 62 every night. He
1: does, he's not going to give you <laughs> 62, but he's got to give him 25 to 30. And, and I mean,
0: what happened? Like you know, injuries happen in the league. What yeah. happens if Steph sits out two weeks? What's going to happen?
1: Well, yeah, that team is that team is not really it's a goner. That team is not really destined for the playoffs. I'd say I, I think they could squeeze into the playoffs. I don't think they're a sure a sure yeah. bet, but. This season, if anything, I think more is about Steph. Steph, you have to be able to carry a team. This is the, the biggest knock on in, on your career, other than maybe not winning a finals MVP, which is, I, I'll give him a pass on that because he got robbed the the Iguodala year. Um, I don't think Iguodala deserved that, that one. And I think it was 2015. Yeah. But this is the biggest thing for Steph. Can you lead a team almost by yourself or being the absolute clear-cut number yeah. one guy, right? The first year they won the championship, they had help. They had a lot, a lot of help, and then the other two you had KD, so which automatically nullifies yeah, you yeah. being the best player on that team. That's what I was gonna say. Like, let me plead my case a little bit here because cool. it's been a
0: while since Steph has played without KD, and when KD was on the team, it's hard to it's hard to acknowledge anybody else because there's so much attention mm-hmm. that goes to him, that goes to Clay, that goes to Steph, that each of them can't command double teams. None of them can command yeah. double teams. So you're free to move, and when you're just that good you need to be double teamed at some point. So when you're playing with KD and everything is going great, it's hard to to remember Steph, T- to remember pre-KD stuff. And then last year, misses the entire year. It's a wash. Didn't really see much of him. And then this year, it's like, okay, well, I don't know. This team kind of sucks. And they <laughs> got blown yeah. out the first two games. Yeah. It wasn't even competitive. Yeah. Um, the last few games, he's turned around. The first couple of games were good compet- uh, good competition. So you can't really knock him too much. Um, but the last thing I'll say about... Steph is once a shooter, always a shooter. Hey, yeah, there and, it is. Uh, I hope, I hope he stays healthy. It's man, it's exciting and it's good for the league when Steph Curry's on the court. Yeah,
1: and what I love about that game is that he snapped against the Blazers, and Blazers are not a bad team by any means. And, and but they can they're, throw defenders.
0: They're like, you know how we have Raptor killers?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Steph, Steph is, is like, like a Blazer <laughs> killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's a Blazer killer. Yeah. So that that's that. But let's move on, man. Let's talk about his former teammate Kevin Durant. Uh, struggling? Not not struggling. No, not, he's. Hold not on, sure. hold on, hold on. Let me let me backtrack. Let me backtrack because he's averaging twenty eight six and four, mm-hmm. shooting over fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. He's not struggling. He's not. But man, those last minute shots, those last second shots this year. That mm-hmm. was that two of them, two point blank ones this year already. It, and Kyrie was talking some mad game before the, before the season started.
1: These end of game. You know, mishaps and, and poor finishes would not be a problem if Kyrie Irving had not said, this is the first time in my career I can look beside me and, and, and this guy beside me can take the shot or I can take the shot. It, it's a problem because you said that and you both haven't been able to, del- to deliver. So they lost to the Hornets by two. They lost to the Grizzlies by five in overtime. And they lost to the Wizards by one. Uh, that, that, that game last night, I believe it was, or, or maybe that yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, it was last night. Where, where they both missed an opportunity to win the game. Open shots, open shots, yeah, Gimmies. Like it was in the open pain, shots, mid-range jump shots that they could have made. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it because they're still trying to figure it out. It, it, it sucks because Kyrie had said those things before and and kind of talked a bunch of game before, and he hasn't been able to deliver. And neither has Kevin Durant in those last second moments. But it's five games into the season, into the season, six games into the season. They're gonna be able to find the rhythm together. They're gonna be able to to realize, you know, hey. I should take this shot this this time. You should take this shot next time. And all of, a, a lot of it also is on Steve Nash. What plays is he drawing up for them in the last, in the last second? So he's still learning on the go. So I'm not going to put a lot of, you know, you know, validity into it. I think they still, ha- they still have a long way to go in terms of where, th- where they can go and where they need, where they need to go. Um, I just think it's so unfortunate, and it's it's, lo- it's lovely how karma works. Like when you talk a big game, you better better yeah. back it up.
0: But I mean, it, it is definitely uncharacteristic of Kevin Durant to miss those shots. But mm-hmm. like we said, man, it, it has nothing to do with his performance, how the team's going to do in the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. They're still a great team, and they're still deep as hell. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let's talk about coming back from an Achilles injury. Looking great 28 points a game and it, very it, efficient i don't know if it's just me a game. but he
1: looks like he's not trying like I, yeah i look at him like yo KD's 80 85 percent
0: yeah man it's it's just it, it makes you think now like the new technology the new medicine it's helping all these guys and yeah. another guy that's come back from from an achilles your guy my guy john wall john wall john wall's the, looking vintage
1: man he looks well, great and what's going
0: on with john wall he looks Houston's looking good man.
1: amazing i think john wall came from came out from two injuries. I never know the second injury, but I know that Achilles is one of them. And he looks so explosive. You see his drives to the basket. He blows by guys so easily. You see his jumping ability. And one thing I want to mention about Kevin Durant as well is last night he tried to dunk over, I think it was Lopez. And he got up and his head was at the bottom of the backboard. So you love to see a guy who's coming off injury, attacking injury, attacking like that and being able to explode like that. So you see that from Kevin Durant. We've seen that from John Wall. And the Rockets have a great team, man. DeMarcus Cousins hasn't been performing that well. He hasn't been performing up to, you know, the center that we know that DeMarcus can't perform to. Obviously, he's got to get back into the rhythm. He's missed a bunch of games because of COVID as well. So it's been a tough start for him. But, you know, you pair up John Wall with with James Harden, and then you have a, a third option in Christian Wood. who's, who's, who's What breaking, a third option. Who's breaking out this year. 20-10. and, and 10. I don't know if you've seen the... Um, There's a quote by, I forget who it was, but it was when um, his first year in the league, Christian Wood, he's like, and his teammate heard him say, he's like, I don't know why these guys are getting playing time over me. I will smoke these guys, all of these guys. I don't know why they're getting, so he's always had that confidence. He's always had that chip on his shoulder, and that's what you want from a guy like Christian Wood, right? Especially your third option. So if I'm James Harden, I said this before, uh, and I'll say it again, if I'm James Harden, I'm really reconsidering if I want to leave Houston. I think they've got a great, you know, Set of pieces there. I think they can make something happen this year. Um, so I think you should give it a try there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. They're, they're looking really good. Well-coached team. I, yeah. think that, um, I mean, and in, in John Wall's averaging 26, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, 48% from the field, man. Phenomenal. Like he's Phenomenal. He hasn't skipped a beat, it looks like. So I'm, I'm happy to see. I, I hope he can be healthy. Yeah. And given the fact that DeMarcus is on a prove-it kind of contract, Yeah. I want him to get more PT. I want him to play better. Mm-hmm. I want him to succeed, man. I want to get him, you know, I want to see him back in the league, get a contract, get comfortable,
1: find a team. They've also, they also got P.J. Tucker, who is by, by no Tuck. means a scrub, right? Can, can knock down the, th- the corner three, can knock down the three in general, yeah. and can defend for you. So they've got... So many good pieces there. They've got a, and then Eric Gordon. We, we we never really mentioned Eric Gordon, who's slept on a lot. So they can make something happen with that team. I don't think they can win a championship, but they can they can make a playoff run. They yeah can be a dark horse.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think maybe one move, an, another wing defender, yeah. three and D guy, yeah. Yeah. to cover that Covington spot, the Ariza mm-hmm. spot. Um, but yeah, man, let's let's talk some Raptors. Like <laughs> I don't want to get you know too too negative about it because you know last episode we were talking and.
1: We were haters. <laughs> we were we were haters. we were haters. You know
0: it is what it is. Like it wasn't fun, and it's not fun watching them right now. And like it's still it's still going on. So let's let's talk. Like, did you see anything new from the last time that we talked? What's going on? um Pascal got suspended.
1: Yeah. Or so, benched. I'm not su- I. I don't know if they sure, really called it a suspension. Sure. Or he got benched. Whatever it was. Uh, I love the move. I don't know about you. I I think that was a very important move for them to make. I think controversial move for sure. Controversial a lot of
0: uproar on the Twitter.
1: Uh, It was, it was huge on Raptors Twitter, but time. that's besides, you know, the point, I I think the move, if, when you look at Pascal himself and what he did, you know, you're the max guy on the team. If, if my max guy is leaving early because he fouled out and he's frustrated, it just shows a maturity and it shows lack of leadership. Right. So, you Kyle Lowry would never do that. And that's the bar. That's the bar for leadership on the Raptors team. So, you know, I think the the move to bench him was a very important one. I think it sh- set it set a tone for that team, right? Yeah,
0: it definitely did, but I mean it, it it was controversial. I mean, given the fact that you have a guy on your team that's pending a charge, it was tough. Like it was, it was tough. tough. I don't I don't personally want to talk about it and yeah. I don't have an opinion about it, but mm-hmm. I know it caused a lot of uproar. So yeah. it was an interesting move. Mm-hmm. Um I commend Nick Nurse for doing it. It's your best player, you got to set the tone. Yeah. My concern was that dude's response was terrible. Mm-hmm. His response was, I mean, dare I say, laughable. He's
1: not looking good. Dare man. I say he is dismissible. Not. He and what's amazing is that he fouled out again. The next game he played. So what do you do in this scenario? Sixteen
0: points, very just weird night.
1: Four of ten.
0: I mean, what what do you do in that scenario when you're when you're is Max it the fact it. like are they not running an offense for him is he not assertive he doesn't really look assertive he doesn't look mm-hmm. like he has moves yeah it, it just doesn't look fluid the offense doesn't look like there's it, it doesn't look organized yeah I yeah. saw a stat on Twitter Norm Powell averaging 26% finishing at the rim wow down from 61% last wow. year I know it's a few
1: games but 26% yeah yeah I I think the, the only really bright spot I think that we saw or I'll, I'll give two bright spots that we saw i'll try to be positive here i think the fight that they brought when pascal got fouled out against that pelicans game and they were yeah, down yeah. they were down 10 i think at that at that time and they clawed yeah. back and they got the lead and then they, they weren't able to finish it off but i think that fight is very important i think Freddie really stepped up um og really stepped up so i think th- them handling adversity they're getting better at it which is great. Yeah. Alex Len got some run and proved that you know he can give us some quality minutes. So that was Hit a very, couple threes. very encouraging to see, especially when the Raptors have matchups against bigger guys. I think it's going to be very important for Alex Len to get some run. But overall, the offense looks horrible. Horrible. And everyone looks kind of out of place. Nobody knows exactly what to do, what shots to take. Lowry is playing like Lowry, but it doesn't seem like he's fitting into the team. It's kind of a, a weird mixture of things. And then, you know... I, I I had tweeted earlier through our account saying we've got eleven returning guys, eleven. So for the continuity to look this poor yeah. is very concerning. I know yeah. I know someone else. Made the the point. second worst offense in the league. We're 14th in the East. Yeah, and that's not where we should be. And you know, given and we're not the Raptors aren't playing against extremely quality teams. We have two losses against the Pelicans. We have a loss against the Spurs. These are winnable games. I think we should be able to win those games. Exactly. So At least it, split them. At least, you know, yes, exactly. Split the ones with the Pelicans, get a feel for them. You know, the, the fact that we've I mean, let's call
0: it what it is. The Pelicans, the refs wanted them to win that game. The NBA wanted them to win that yeah, game. Yeah. 28 free throws in the fourth quarter. Like ridiculous. 43 ridiculous. in the game or something crazy like this. Mm. Bruh. Ridiculous. But why? Yeah, I, You know, I heard a stat. Trey Young averages
1: more free throw attempts than the whole roster, the Raptors roster. It's very seeable. You can see it, but... Why are the Raptors putting themselves in that position where the refs' calls can really take a toll on the game?
0: 28 free throws in the fourth, though, is 100%, tough. 100%. 100%. Bro. 100%. People don't score 28 in a quarter.
1: That's one game out of the four we've lost.
0: No, no, no. I agree. That one was tough, but I, I'm with you. And the defense has got to get better. Mm-hmm. The defense should be better. The problem is, that, like I said last time, the size is it's bad. The issue is Chris Boucher is playing so well. But he's small. Exactly, he's skinny. he's skinny. He's too weak. He can't
1: rebound. Dang! But the other guys aren't productive. Exactly. Baines has Chris not... Chris Boucher. Is killing it. Baines has not really come out to be the person we nothing. thought he'd be. Len, you know, was able to give us a spark, but Chris Boucher has been outplaying that center position by far over no these two guys, question. right? And it sucks because, like you said, he's he's tall and lanky, but he can't he can't you know roll with the big boys down there. He can't yeah. he, he can't really grab on to rebounds. He can't box out as much as a Baines can. So. How does Nick Nurse, um, you know, split those minutes? It gets tough, and then you also lost two, you know, two starters on your team. You lost Serge, and you lost Gasol, so having to fill those roles in is also very tough. So yeah. there is some excuses, but it shouldn't be this bad. We shouldn't. The Raptors shouldn't have a one and four start for the season. Yeah. So it's been it's been very disappointing. It's been very frustrating. I, I posed this question to you off air before. You can answer it again now. Do you think that the Ra- Raptors fans? that the Raptors, media, whatever, whatever. Do you think that the expectations should come down? Is that what... The, like? do you think Well, what we, are the
0: expectations? I don't really we, have a clear...
1: I don't have a clear-cut idea. Like, Well, prior to the season, we were saying we could be a mid-Eastern Conference team. Yeah. Do you think that's a reasonable expectation? At yes, this point? absolutely. You still think so? Yeah, absolutely. Because the way
0: they're playing, we don't... We, the way they're playing is not... But that's what I'm saying, is they're all underperforming. Pascal is... Oh, Bro, Pascal wow. is just bad right now. Yeah. It's not. Let's call it what it is. It's not. It's bad. Okay, yeah. it might be a slump. Whatever. He's bad. So when you're looking at the team as it is right now, mm-hmm. obviously the expectation shouldn't change because he should get better. Yeah, fair he enough. needs to get better. Fair enough. So let's let's just move on because I mean we can talk Raptors yeah. forever, uh, but we're gonna do something today called the real or fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, real or fake. So we're gonna go through because it's. Really, the only way to look at it is real or fake because there's been so many surprises, like we said in the beginning. Teams that are in the top that you don't expect to be there. Mm-hmm. Guys at the bottom. So I'll let you start, man. What's, your, what's the first team you're going to look at?
1: So I'm going to go with the Nets. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the teams that we talked about briefly um, earlier. So we'll go with the Nets. They're 3-4. and four. Um, I think it's a fat fake. I think yeah, they're, they're, big way, time. they're They're way too good to be 3-4. and four. Um, Their losses, like, we, like we, I mentioned earlier, were last-second losses you know, against the Hornets, against the Grizzlies and against the Wizards. So once they're able to, you know, really build out their team and, and, and establish roles more, um, more clearly and once they're able to finish down the stretch, I think they're going to get a lot better. They are missing Spencer Dinwiddie, which it was a huge bow uh, for them, maybe two or three games in the season. So once they also have to learn, once they learn how to adjust from that, I think they're going to be great. Um, and I think they're going to rise back up to the top three in the East. So definitely for now. Um, so I expect way better things from them.
0: For sure. I'll go with uh, Philly first. So Philadelphia yeah. 76 are sitting high and mighty. Five and Five one. Five and one. Dang. Top of the East. Top yeah. of the NBA. Um, is it real or is it fake? I think it's real. Woo. I think it's real. They're the first. They're wow. the number one team in defense. They're the number one defense in the league. Doc. And they're a mid-league offense. They're not even doing that well offensively. Yeah. And they're still five and one. Can get better. Let us look at it. Like they have five guys, Mm. five guys averaging double digits. Mm. I want to give flowers to Joel Embiid, twenty five and thirteen. Quietly,
1: man. He there hasn't been much said about twenty five and thirteen. He's
0: shooting fifty seven percent from the field. Get this, forty percent from three. Beautiful. Okay, he's only putting up three, but whatever. Okay. Tobias Harris, bro, nineteen points, eight eight and a half. So let's go nine. Nineteen and nine on the season. Beauty. He is playing very good basketball. Forty-eight percent from the three, fifty-one percent from the field. Man. That's man. Huge. That's huge. Let's for them. Let's recall when Tobias Harris got paid. Who was his coach? Brett Brown. No. Oh
1: no, it was Doc and Clippers. It was Doc Rivers. Yeah. Doc, Rivers Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers Damn. brought Damn. the best yeah. out of
0: Tobias Harris. He got him paid. Yeah. Tobias struggled. Doc comes back Early original. I don't, don't want to say, yeah. you know, I don't want to say he's it's gonna be like this all year, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. If
1: he's gonna keep putting up close to 20 points a game, that's yeah, I'm that's liking what I'm very seeing. Important for them.
0: Another guy I want to give flowers to is Seth Curry. Yes, the younger good. Curry. Yeah, 16 a game, shooting 52% from three. 52% from three. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I like Seth
1: a lot. What's great about Seth is that he's not just a shooter, he can put the ball on the floor and he can attack the basket, he's got a yeah. great handle. I think everything but his shooting is underrated. Yeah. So I think he's a really really good player. I
0: like him, man. I like it a lot. And the last guy in double digits is not who you expect. It's not Danny Green. Oh, really? It's not Danny Green. It's Shake Milton at 12 a game. He's their guard. Yeah. Um
1: What's w- Ben? Ben I saw I saw Ben. He's his his their new Josh day.
0: Richardson. Oh. Shake
1: Milton. What's Ben Simmons? What's what's Ben? Ben is, is at like- 14. 14 okay. and 7. Forty nine and 7, sorry. Serviceable. If he had a jump shot, it would, it would go up to
0: 14-9 and 7. Okay. Pretty good. good. Pretty good there, too. 52% from the field. I mean, it's good, man. I like what I'm seeing from Philly. Uh, their bench could get a little bit better, but their top five is very good. I think they're top heavy. Yeah. Um. So, again, assuming Joel Embiid is healthy, assuming Ben Simmons is healthy like last year, they, they struggled mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very contingent on those two guys being there. Yeah. But I like what I'm seeing, man. They're a well-coached team. They're 5-1. and one.
1: I like it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm going to go with the Raptors. Raptors 1-4. and four. Is that real or is that fake? That's real as hell. That is because oh, that is one real. 1-4 is real as hell. And why? You watch the games. We watch the games together. You see how they play. They deserve those losses. We're not facing quality teams. We're not playing quality basketball. So this is real. We do, we, the Raptors aren't playing together. If they're going to keep on playing that way, they're going to stay 14th in the East. And they're not going to get a playoff berth. I said it earlier before, this is a rebuilding year without the rebuild. You're, everyone's figuring out what to do. Do I think they're going miss, to they miss the playoffs? No. I think they're going to squeeze in at the bottom. But this is they're real. They're going to figure it out. There's real issues no, here. This isn't real. I'm going to This real. is not real. I'm Raptors, real. Not
0: one, one and four is not real. Two and four, sure. One and four, that's that's trash. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll see, see tonight.
0: Yeah, we'll see tonight. We'll see tonight. By the time this comes out, it'll be yeah. done, But. <laughs> One and four, um, Cavs, baby! Wow, the Cleveland Cavaliers is sitting at four and two, bro.
1: Who would have thought, man? Who would have thunk it? And when
0: I was looking into this, I was even more shocked to find out that they're the number two defense in the league.
1: Wow, they're the number two
0: defense in (laughs) the the, Cavs in the league, and their offense is twenty sixth. So they're not even that good, man, offensively. They got two guys that are doing very good. Yes. Very well. Sorry. Yeah, Colin didn't. Sexton and Darius Garland. They, their they're front court. Have you seen their nickname? Sexton. Sexton. I've seen it. <laughs> and uh, obviously Drummond in a contract here playing very well for my fantasy team. Yeah. But dude, man, Cleveland, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say fake on this one. Four really? and two. Really? Okay. Four and two. You're you're relying on Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. I don't know if they're gonna make that leap to be an all season success. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin is a high volume guy. He's averaging 26 right now, yeah, which is very impressive. Yeah, but I don't know if it's
1: sustainable. I'm not, man. You're Cleveland, not not I don't, it, eh? in
0: this East in this season. I'm not buying it.
1: Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. The Pelicans are four and two. I've watched two of their wins against the Raptors, so I, I, I you know, I've seen what they can do. Um, I'm gonna put a twist on it a little bit. I'm gonna say real, but not convinced. Not convinced because two win- their, two of their four wins came against the struggling Raptors, and then they've got a win against the Thunder and the Spurs. Or maybe the good Raptors lost against the good Pelicans team. Those are good Raptors too. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> against against um, so they they've been able to take care of business against teams that it looks like they're they're supposed to take care of business against, um, but against the really heavy competitors uh, such as the Heat and Suns, they've lost by ten plus and twenty plus. So I can't really trust exactly what they're doing right now. I do like the things I'm seeing. Uh, Brandon Ingram is averaging 24, 7, and 5, and he's shooting 46% from the field, so very efficient. Um, He's taking his next step. Um, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Zion. Zion's averaging just under 20, 20 and 8, and he's Mr. Efficient. He's shooting 55% from the field. Um, Just the way he moves, the way him and B.I. play together, uh, I think it's been been really important for that team, and I think that, you know, Stan Van Gundy has has done a great job in, you know, really being able to command these players. He's not really known to be a player's coach, um, but he's got he's got them playing defense, which is very important for them. Um, other notable guys, Lonzo's averaging 12, 12 points. Eric Bledsoe's averaging 12 points. Um, I know Steven Adams are averaging 10 points. So they've got maybe five, five guys in double digits or whole starting lineup in double digits, which is very important. JJ Redick is only averaging six or seven points. Um, I'm really looking to see how they're going to utilize him um, because he's, I think, going to be one of their big, big, key X factors going forward. So for me, for now, the Pelicans are real. They've been real against the players or against a team that they've been up against. Um, but I'm not convinced because I need to, I need to see them go against elite competition.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Um, let's go Denver. Denver is two
0: and four, man. Wow. The Western conference Denver. Nuggets Tough. are two and four. Jamal Murray balled the heck out last night. I think he's starting to pick it up. Mm-hmm. He was slow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jokic is having a heck of a year, averaging a triple double. I mean, you can't stop him. Yep. Jokic is is there a be- better passing center in, in the league? I don't, passing I don't big man?
1: I don't think so. Not at all. He's averaging a hell of a triple double. Twenty two, eleven, twelve, yep. I think it was, and he's shooting mad efficient uh, over fifty percent, I think a, a, high, a very, very high, a very, very high number, but um sixty six
0: percent. He's sixty six percent, forty four from three. Um I'm not gonna okay. Let's let's paint the picture because you got Michael Porter Jr. is averaging just under 20 points a game. Yeah, 20 and seven. Mm. That's a pretty good line absolutely. for Michael Porter Jr. But he plays absolutely no defense. Jokic, absolutely no defense. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, not the greatest. Yeah, not the greatest defender. Yeah. Um, Monte Morris is doing pretty well with him. He's a good defender. Gary Harris, decent. Seven and a half points a game. He, don't I don't know what the heck happened really, yeah. with him. Right. Yeah. Um and then they picked up Jamichael Green from the Clippers who's averaging 11 points. So they're not the worst in terms of outspread productivity. Yeah. The issue is that they're the second worst defense in the league. They don't they can't stop anybody. Mm. Uh it's it's tough and it, I don't know if you can have another deep run when you're that bad defensively. You lose a guy like, you know, what's his name? Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant. They are really high on Jeremy Grant. He's having a great year in Detroit. Yeah. But but it's Detroit. Yeah. That's besides the point. You lose a guy like him, you need to replace him defensively. And who did you put in the starting lineup? Michael Porter. Yeah, he doesn't defend, so it's tough. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go real on the two and four. Damn. I'm gonna go real on the two and real? four. I think. I think Denver's gonna have a long year unless Six games. Unless Jamal Murray can put up like 25 plus consistent, I'm gonna go real. I think they're gonna finish around 500.
1: Wow. Eh, that still buys you a playoff spot. Uh, actually, that might not buy a playoff spot I mean, in, in the Western Conference.
0: Sacramento's three and three, and they're sixth in the West right now.
1: Well, times have changed, eh? Times, times have, have changed. changed. It's, a, it's a very obscure start. Um, another club similar to the Denver Nuggets, the Mavs. Your Mavs, two and four, a very, very, very shaky start. Um, no Porzi though. No Porzi, and that's why I'm gonna go fake. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fake. I think they can be a lot better. I think they can do a lot better. Right now, they only have um, four guys averaging double digits. Luca's in Thanksgiving dinner shape. Even JJ Brea said it. Even <laughs> JJ Brea said he, he doesn't take the game or doesn't take that part of the game seriously. Yet, yeah. in training yet, he's so still a kid, he's still a big boy. He's averaging twenty five on the season. The next highest score is Tim Hardaway Junior. with fifteen. Yeah, so it, it's it's not spread out. They so They need well another yet. guy. They need another guy, and they need they they need more size. They need they really need KP back. I think having Willie Colstein Stein is great. But he's not as great as a rim, protect, rim protector as you want him to be. He's only averaging like 2.3 blocks a game. Maxi Kleber is leading the team in blocks with point seven, so Maxi. they 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 need some rim protection. Um, Luca's leading in all ma- the major stat c- categories: points, rebounds, and assists. So when you have someone handling that much of the burden, it it gets really tiresome for him. It gets really tough for him. And teams are able to own in zone in on him, right? They're able, able to double him. They don't really have to worry about other guys. So. I think they really need KP back and I think they're not going to succeed unless and until they get KP back so I'm going to go fake for now uh, for as long as KP's um sitting out.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um I like Dallas. I like Luka Doncic. It's no debate. I've said it yeah, man, Proudfully <laughs> on this podcast many, many times and Luka's a is a heck of a player but He's still young and he's still immature in the sense where he's trying to party and he's getting he's rich man, getting paid. You know he's a 21 year old. He's on top of the world. He's everyone loves him. He's mm. killing the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't blame him, and he's 21, so I think he's gonna get it figured out. He just got got to get in shape. He's got to get a second option as well. And Porzingis, man, needs to needs to be more healthy. And that's that's he's a tough always, part. He's always been injured, and his injuries take long. They yeah. don't, they're not like two weeks. He's always out for a while, but I I I hope he can come back and be healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the Washington Wizards, man. Two and five after starting zero and five. Phew. Before I before I plead my case, I'm going to go fake on this. Really, I'm going to go fake wow. on this two and five. I like the Washington Wizards. I think they have potential. They just need to gel a little bit better. And you know, man, they picked up Russell Westbrook a week before the season, and mm-hmm. this is a guy that's going to have the ball. Probably the most on your team because, yeah, yeah, you know, he's the point guard. He's still facilitating to Brad Beal. Like, it's going to be him and Brad. So you're incorporating a guy who's touching the ball all the time into your offense. And on top of that, the team isn't even that great. Mm. It's a transition. Yeah. Okay. You got to give him some time to gel. And I think that um, he's also sitting out back to backs. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also that. There's the continuity. So I'm going to go fake on this. I think throughout the course of the season, they're going to figure it out. I still think they're going to be a mid to bottom Eastern playoff team, mm-hmm. and um, you have them in the playoff, or maybe I, sneaking. Like, in. well, now we're talking play in, right? So it's ten teams. I'm thinking right. like I'm going go to go sixth, sorry, seven to ten. Okay, okay. I'm I think cool seven that. to ten's yeah. a good range for these guys. Uh, so I'm going to go fake on the Wizards two and five. Um, there was a play we're going to post on Twitter. Um, man, Davis Bertans inbounds the ball. Oh, I love that from his half. Yeah. And it was like a quick pitch. And it was 24 seconds right when he inbounded it. Yeah. Quick pitch with 21 seconds left. The guy pulled from like five feet behind a three. Yep, I saw. No hezzy.
1: No hezzy. And I was freaking out because I have Bertans on on Fantasy. Bang, bro. bro. What are you doing? Bang. Nails it. Nails it. Nails it. He
0: is a sniper, man. He's a sniper. But he's he's struggling. 33% from three this year. Oh, buddy, I know. Uh, He's struggling. But I think they're going to figure it out.
1: Okay. And then lastly for me, I got the Phoenix Suns who have been a huge huge shock to as to how how well they're doing honestly I I, I don't want to say shock because they're bad I want to say shock because I don't think anybody expected them to be this good uh they're sitting 5 and 2 right now um and I'm going to go real I think the Chris Paul effect is real like we we've seen it in the past we've seen it happen before he went to Houston he made Houston better he went to OKC he made OKC 100 times better and now he's in uh, in Phoenix, making them a uh, hard times better. His ability to command a younger group of guys is is second to none. And I think that's where he's really making his Hall of Fame, you know, not case because he was a Hall of Famer prior to this, but this is one of the very th- few things that somebody is good at, and he's good at it, and that's what he's going to be really known for. Um, I like how the team spreads. They've all got their roles. You know, d book we know he's a bucket. He's averaging 21, so he's only going to get better, in my opinion. I think he's going to push up to that 25- uh, point mark. And he's got to get used to having Chris Paul beside him. Exactly. So. Um, DeAndre Ayton has been balling. He's averaging 11 rebounds, a ga- 11, 11 rebounds a game. Tombo,
0: Michael Bridges.
1: Michael Bridges is, is phenomenal. Averaging Macal, fourteen. Macal Bridges. Ah, Michael Bridges. Michael, McCall, all the same, bro. Averaging 14.1 points a game, man. And he's averaging five, six, uh, just under six rebounds a game, which is Bro, he's not phenomenal. turning it over
0: at all, and his percentages are very, very and good. And he can defend. For a
1: skinny, mm-hmm. lanky guy, he can
0: absolutely defend. Cam Johnson. Defend his... Shout out Cam Johnson, too. They have very, 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 very guess, impressive young guys, man.
1: Guess how many people they have averaging double digits. Six. Seven. 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 Seven players averaging double digits. Monty Williams is putting on a show in Phoenix. And their eighth guys averaging 8.3 points a game so that's impressive man the definition of team basketball obviously chris Paul's leading in assist category um but they're just a very good you know overall team they each got their roles they've each accepted their roles and when you see them it's fun basketball like it's it good is. basketball it's good to basketball. watch. Yep. so i'm gonna go real on this on this five and two Suns team i think they're gonna stay if, if they keep playing like this they're gonna stay you know mid to the upper uh portion of the of the western conference i think they have a great season this year
0: yeah, all fair points. I like Phoenix, I like D-Book, and I like CP.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about this, but, man, D-Book
0: had some beef last
1: night. He did. He with did, Paul he George. Did. Yeah. call yeah.
0: him a soft
1: A. a bunch of exp-
0: – Called him a exp- soft expl- A. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, was, uh, it was crazy. And, and you and I were talking about this, man, but is there anybody of Paul George's stature that's more disrespected? Like, you always see, you know – Guys like D book, these young up and coming guys, give their love and respect to the older guys, right? Yeah. Like Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, they're gonna, you know, embrace and hug these guys. But mm-hmm. bro, this guy got into his face, called him soft and over what? Like I'm pretty sure it was just a random dude on the floor. Could have been yeah. Bridges or something. <laughs> you no, know, it wasn't like Chris Paul or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. And, and I mean that, and then Dame Lillard last year and all that. So is there anyone that's more disrespected or not taken seriously? I was than way uh, off P. I, I-
1: i was I was very surprised to see d book say that like D book I couldn't really, believe him man doesn't speak like that he' he doesn't really speak much when he's playing i I think the only close person I have who is disrespected as much um, but not in the same way. I think it would be Steph Curry I think steph Curry is was heavily disrespected by the older generation you know older the older generation never really want to give praise to the younger guys. And they never want to give praise to Steph, especially because of how he played. So I would compare him to Steph in a different way. And and also the the disrespect that you've been giving him. You and the people have been giving Steph Curry this year prior to that season. Hey, yeah, it wasn't game. that bad, man. Bro, I've been you, in Steph Curry's stand. I, I don't know, off, bro. bro. You've, been, you've been being rude. So I think for me, not, no one really comes to mind as much as Steph Curry in general. He, I think he gets in the NBA community. I think he gets disrespected a lot. It wasn't until this year. Damian Lillard seems to respect him this year for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe just the range that they can both shoot. But did you uh, see them going back and forth from like fifty feet? Yeah, it's stupid. It, it, Hit him with a wow! There's, wow! <laughs> I <laughs> there's, couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe there, it. There's literally clips of Dame Lillard literally just not even taking a step in. He just he just goes to half court and just bucket. And he was working, yo. Know? Yeah. Uber was was yeah. full court pressing the crap out of him. What I'm gonna love about that matchup though is that Dame is gonna come back and, and drop 60 piece on the next time they play. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna I wanna give one team that an honorary mention because we didn't really yeah. talk about them, and I think we should because mm-hmm. their record is a little bit not representative of the team that they are. But the Sacramento, f- man. Fake, eh? The, no, I think the Sacramento Kings are real. They got six the guys, record. they're three and three. Okay. Sorry, yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. So, Fake on their record three yeah. and three. I think they're better. Well, again, five hundred in the West. not bad at all. It's not bad at all, and in a shortened season. So, I think, man, the Sacramento Kings are looking up from here, man. Six
1: guys in double digits. Where, I'm gonna tell you where the difference comes for them, and it's because I have Buddy and I have Fox on my fantasy team. Their efficiency. Yeah. Their efficiency is 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 like they're shooting.
0: Oh, well, Buddy's not that efficient. But.
1: Yeah, so they're they're not shooting well. A lot of games are not really you know. I think, but Buddy's but what in the thirties, low forties.
0: Buddy is thirty eight percent from yeah. the three, which is not bad. Um, but he's thirty eight percent from the field, he's exactly, total, so which is not, not, not efficient. That great.
1: Once they clean up, and they're young guys, so once they yeah. kind of find their spots and pick their spots and kind of get that IQ down, I think they yeah. can be a lot more efficient. So I love Tyrese Halliburton, man. Let's yeah. call it what it is. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, call yeah. It what it is fifty percent from three on four attempts a game. He's one of those fan favorite kind of guys.
0: <laughs> Ten yeah. and a half points yeah. a game. I love the Rook. I don't know how he slipped to them, but they got a they got a winner with him. It's the form. Um, Marvin Bagley's putting up twelve and eight, decent. Mm. But man, his dad,
1: his oh, dad tweeted that wow. he wants him out.
0: They want to trade him. Yes, yes. Marvin Bagley
1: wants out. I don't know if Tim his dad that want that. that well, want I mean, it's sometimes the pa- you've seen, we've seen parents. I know, but wives, I think the, the
0: player would come out and say something. And I don't know. He hasn't said anything yet. For what it's worth, I think he should get out of there. Maybe uh, get a different role somewhere. Get a different coach system. He's a nice player, it seems. So I don't know, man. Sacramento looking good. I like Rashawn Holmes a mm-hmm. lot. Good hustle player. And talk about a guy that was in the hot seat, Luke Walton.
1: Yeah. His I mean, job it, is saved. His, his job is saved, but th- it can go either way, I think. It, 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 yeah, they're, sure. still older, they're still only 3-3. Three and three. I think they just got to kind of stay disciplined and keep doing what they're doing and, and try to improve. Once I think once they fall into a bad string of losses, I think that's going to be the end for them. I don't think they're going to be mentally strong enough to be able to handle that kind of adversity, especially being such a young team and such a young coach as well. So yeah, for sure. they got to keep kind of staying on the positive, keep riding this, you know, you, know, good, you know, good basketball, keep keep playing good basketball, and I think they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, man, I, I
0: agree with you. I love the way the season's panning out. There's a lot of slaps. I'm not really loving that, but mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for the playoffs. It's going to be a good one. Um, before we end the episode, though, I want to give a, a birthday shout-out to our QC coordinator. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. Shout out to our boy Ryan. It's his birthday coming up in a few ten days. Ten days, ten days to your birthday. Ten buddy. days to your birthday. Uh dirty so he's, 30 I was gonna say he's turning twenty three, but yeah, dirty, dirty thirty. Dirty. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go on and say the truth. Nice uh, stuff so, curry year, no worries. Yeah, so shout out shout out to Ryan, who's the brother of our very own Zayd. So shout out to you, bro. Happy birthday. We love you. We love uh your support of the show, the show loves you, and Pascal Siakam loves you. All right <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh let's end with that ladies and gentlemen like we said in the beginning subscribe like listen send to your friends listen again listen on spotify
1: sisters brothers mothers follow the anybody. gram
0: follow the twitter follow us and we're entertaining bro like it is what it is you're gonna like to follow so thank you guys for your constant support and we'll come at you next episode.